What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your host, the one and only, Maya, back with a new episode for you on the Just Mean God podcast, where we're here to talk about our walk with God. The good, the tough, the ugly, the real. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and YouTube at underscore, underscore, just me and God. That is at underscore, underscore, just me and God. Go ahead and copy the link on whatever platform you're hearing this episode from and send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. And of course, if you have not yet, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. And of course, God bless you to those who already have. Now, let's get into today's episode, shall we? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. It's me, your host, just me for today's episode. Um, The episode today is titled, Get Back Up Again. Get Back Up Again. Um, This is going to be a real and raw episode. Um, I know most of you have kind of heard my testimony in season one. I briefly talked about, you know, the struggles that I faced with alcohol. Um, And I know that oftentimes, you know, we make the mistake of thinking that we cannot be affected by the things that we have once been delivered from, um, or we and we make the mistake of thinking that um, once we fall, we can't get back up again. Meaning, like once we fall back into what God delivered us from, we can't get back out of it. And so, I really want to talk about that in today's episode. Um, before we do that, let's get into our anchor scripture. Our anchor scripture today is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 to 9, and I'm reading the New Living Translation. It says, We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. You know, there's a song that pretty much quotes that scripture. Um, I'm pressed, but not crushed, persecuted, and abandoned. Dropped down, but not destroyed. I'm pressed beyond the curse, for his promises will endure. And his joy is going to be my strength. Though the sorrows may last for the night, joy comes in the morning. I'm trading my sorrows, I'm trading my pain, I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. Um, I love that song. It means so much more to me now um, that I'm walking with God. It means it's so much deeper to me now that I am going through the highs and the lows of my journey with God. Um, So as you all do know, I struggled with alcoholism um, really, really bad when I was in the world. Like my BC before Christ days, like I was really a drinker. Like I drank a lot. I drank constantly. Um, That's in addition to the smoking, right? We've already talked about me smoking. I had a serious drinking problem and I wasn't ready to face that it was a serious drinking problem. And I think I mentioned this in the past. It wasn't until I came across a 
um, TikTok where someone was saying, you don't think you're an alcoholic, but you have to drink every time you're out every weekend or every time you're around people, right? Um, and so, you know, alcohol was one of those things that when I gave my life over to Christ, I was kind of like, okay, God, like, I'm going to cut back on the drinking. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm only going to drink, you know, when I'm celebrating something and that's it. And I'm going to stick to champagne and wine. And, you know, saying something like that, it's like when I say it now, it's kind of like, you're, it's kind of like I was trying to give myself windows for when I could drink alcohol, knowing that it was something that greatly affected me. Um, and the truth is, it's something that I really struggled with, right? And so when I decided to come over to Christ and give my life to him, I still struggled with it. It wasn't in the sense that I was like, drinking at home by myself all the time no that's not what I mean but I said to God that I was only going to drink when I was celebrating something and I don't think that that was the right thing for me to do um because it opened the door again for me to be troubled and for me to struggle with alcohol again um, and I'll explain because I, be I believe in being raw and honest on this podcast. And I do think that, you know, the reason why a lot of Christians kind of shy away from sharing such experiences like what I'm going to share is because of shame. And it's because they feel like I'm supposed to be this perfect Christian. But I'm here to tell you that I'm not a perfect Christian. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Let me make that clear. Nobody is perfect. Okay. Um, and I just, I try every day. It's a decision to, that I make daily to get up and follow God. It's a decision that I make daily to live for God, right? Um, and so I had, I, as you all know, I kind of went into a consecration for a while when I started my journey with God. Um, and with that consecration, I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't hanging out with people. Like, it was literally just me and God, which is what birthed the name of this podcast, right? Um, and, huh, this is so hard for me to talk about because I'm just like, I was, I'm honestly a little disappointed in myself, but it's okay. We're going to talk about it. So, I didn't start really coming around people again until like last year, October. Um, went to, and when I share these experiences, this is at no fault of anybody. Okay. Let me just make that clear. This is at no fault of anybody. This is more so me and my struggles, right? Knowing what I know, knowing what, knowing how the enemy operates. This is between me, the enemy, my struggles and God. Like this is, that is that. This is not me faulting anybody. Um, because at the end of the day, I did communicate that I was only drinking um, to celebrate other people. And I was only drinking wine um, or champagne. Now, the issue with that is that I was always someone who always drank in social settings when I used to drink a lot. Um, so saying that I'm only going to drink when I'm celebrating something is a little dangerous 
because that was usually when I would drink the most and there was always something being celebrated basically every weekend. Um, it might be four Christ days. And so, um, around October, 2023, um, I was finally starting to branch out a little bit. Um, my cousin was celebrating her birthday. We went to a, um, what's the place called? We went to a, is it a winery? Is that what you would call it? It was honestly a really cool experience because I've never been. So I will say that it was cool. Um, and it was real chill vibes. Like, you know, we did some wine tasting. That was cool. It was nothing extreme, nothing, you know, like nobody was like drunk out of our minds. Like we literally were there celebrating her. We did wine tasting. It was cool. But that same day I had another event for another birthday. Right. Um, and so I went to this other event and that's where I believe I kind of dropped the ball. Because at this particular event, I was drinking wine and one glass turned into two glasses, um, turned into, I think, a third glass. And then I somehow ended up taking shots of alcohol, like liquor, which was something that I said I was not going to be doing. Um, so I remember very vividly that night would i say that i was drunk i don't know i've always had a high tolerance for alcohol and things of that sort but i was not myself if that makes sense the enemy really almost tried to pull me into temptation that night as well but i thank god that he kept his hand over me and i thank god that i still even in the midst of that wanted to honor god with my body um as crazy as it sounds but all to see, I did not fall short of the temptation, so I thank God for that. Um, but I remember waking up the next morning, and I was not hungover. So when I say that I felt terrible, I'm not speaking of me being hungover. No. I felt terrible in the sense of I felt like I let God down. Big time. Because I'm like, how did you go from something, a minor celebration for your cousin, to going to another birthday celebration event and just drinking? Like, drinking more than you know that you should have been drinking, right? Um, and I believe that that event, like, that day is what kind of opened the door to the struggle, opened the door for the enemy to kind of try to torment me with that. And I kind of just brushed it off because I was like, you know what? Like, I'm putting this in God's hands and I'm asking for forgiveness and mercy and you know, God is going to help me through this. God is going to help me through this. Because again, this was something that I struggled with my before Christ days, right? And so I knew that this journey wasn't going to be that easy. It's always easy to say that you've overcome something when you're in isolation, when you're by yourself, when you're consecrated. But the true test is when you step out, right? And so I felt like I had failed, period. I felt like I'd failed that test and I needed to do better. So I really felt horrible, like my spirit was literally grieved by my own actions and again i wasn't doing anything crazy it was literally just me having more to drink than i should have right um and so i know church that next sunday was very emotional for me very emotional sunday service i was just 
Like, I was really fighting that battle in my head. I'm like, man, I really, like, got down. And, you know, the thing is, the enemy will use opportunities like that to steer you away from God. But I want to tell you today that even in those times, those are the moments where you really got to lean on God. Those are the moments where you really got to call out to God and ask him to help you and to save you. And I'm grateful that I did that, right? But, again, I think that I opened a door for the enemy to try to torment me and to try to cause me to fall again. And after that, you know, I really was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to kind of chill out. I don't really, you know, I, I try not to do too much, right? I'm like, let me just chill. Let me just, you know, stay in my lane, stay away from alcohol as much as possible, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to lie to you. I struggled with the thought of it all the time from that moment. It was a constant thought like, Man, I wish I could drink right now. Man, I wish I could have a sip right now. Like, I'll go somewhere and it's literally a fight within myself. Like, should I get something to drink? An alcoholic beverage? Should I not? Like, should I? Should I not? Knowing that I should not, right? Of course, but it was something that I struggled with. And I always ended up not doing it for the most part. Um, and then I would get invited out to events and things like that with friends. And I was doing so well by not having any alcoholic beverages. Um... And that was cool and all, but it doesn't change the fact that I desired to drink, right? Like, I really desired. Like, I wanted alcohol, but I was literally fighting against that. I was like, no, I'm not going to drink. But I really wanted to, okay? Like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I wanted to drink. I wanted to have some alcohol. Like, not even liquor, but I really just wanted some wine, something chill. But I have to realize, like, even now as I'm speaking, I have to realize that you know, when you know that you struggled with something in a particular setting, that is not the setting for you to be drinking. Does that make sense? Like, that is not the setting for you to be drinking. Because at that point, anything can happen. Um, now, if it was like, I was out, you know what, we're not even going to make excuses for it. That was not the setting for me to be drinking. Um, and so I went out to recently... The past few weeks, I have really struggled with it. Um, it's like I would leave the house to go to an event, make up in my mind that I was not going to have anything alcoholic to drink, and get there and still have something alcoholic to drink. And again, this is at no fault to those that were throwing the events because they knew that I didn't want to drink, right? But the options were still there. There were always mocktails for me, and then there was always alcoholic beverages for the others that were there, right? Um... And so I went to an event. It was like an intimate vibe with girls. We were just kind of celebrating love and things like that. And um, I had some alcoholic beverages. It wasn't a lot. I had two alcoholic beverages. Literally, that was it. Um, I think one was champagne and the other was actual like liquor was in the drink. So I woke up the next morning feeling terrible. Again, not hungover terrible, but my spirit was like, oh my gosh, you have done it again. Like, what is going on? Like, what is going on, May? Like, this is not okay. You have to stop doing this. Like, you have to stop. And mind you, this is not something that I always did. Let's keep that in mind, right? For the most part, I did a pretty good job of staying away from it. But it's like the times that I would fall, I would really fall, like, and feel really bad about it to the point where I was like, 
really beating myself up about it. And this time it was so different because I knew better and I felt awful when I woke up in the morning in the sense of my spirit was so grieved. You know, I kept telling God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I did it again. And it's hard because where is the balance, right? Like we know that in the Bible, it talks about wine, drinking wine being okay, but not being drunk by wine, right? We know that. I know that. You should know that if you read your Bible. But it also talks about how certain people are placed in certain positions and they're not allowed to drink alcohol at all. Now, mind you, I'm somebody who's still kind of like figuring out my life purpose, kind of walking in my walking towards my purpose. Let's put it that way. So should I be drinking alcohol or not? It's really starting to feel like I shouldn't. Right. But I'm not get, I don't do titles. Y'all know I don't do titles. <laughs> um, I don't do titles, but it's really starting to feel like it's something that I just don't need to do at all. Because it just seems like the enemy really tries to tear me down the minute that I do. And again, this event, the girls event, it wasn't like I, I wasn't drunk, nothing like that. Like it was really a nice time. I just remember feeling grieved. And I think it was more so me grieved at the fact that I had liquor, right? And so that event happened. I remember I texted my best friend the next morning. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be, you know, partaking in the drinking of alcoholic beverages at these events. I love her events. They're honestly awesome. I love what she's doing. So again, it's not a fault of her. It's literally me just sticking to what I say I'm going to do, right? Um, and so she was like, oh yeah, of course, I'm always going to have the option for you for mocktail drinks, da 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 And I'm like, yeah, cool, thank you. I love you always. So that week, I realized that my prayer life kind of diminished a little bit. In the sense of I would get up in the morning, I would pray, like I typically do. I get up really early, I would pray, I'd read my Bible, and then that would be it. I'm going to take a slight little break here. Um, you already know what I'm going to ask you to do. Go ahead and make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. We are streaming on Apple, Google, and Spotify. All you have to do is search Just Me and God. Podcasts can also be found on YouTube, and you can also go ahead and follow us on Instagram. All you have to do is search underscore underscore just me and God that is at underscore underscore just me and God go ahead and leave us a rating leave us a review let us know what you think of the podcast if you're watching on YouTube hit that like button for us all of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers God bless you to those who already have now let's get back to the episode shall we like my prayer life was not where it typically would be where I would spend time with God more than just once in the day right and so I knew that it was kind of like that guilty conscience where I was just kind of feeling really bad, you know, feeling like I let God down. And then I had another event the following week. And the crazy thing is I had made up in my mind before I went to the event, I was only going to drink soda. Then I got there and you know what it is? Now that I'm talking about it, it's, when I'm in social settings where I don't really know people like that, or I don't feel, I don't want to say I don't feel welcome. I don't feel like I'm getting, I don't know how to explain it. You know, when you go somewhere and you just kind of feel like you stand out, right? 
that was me. And that has been me in the past few settings, in the past few places that I've been, I've always felt like I was standing out. Like I was just kind of like, it was just me, but there were people around, right? Um, and so I was at this event and I remember my friend was like, you better not drink any alcohol. Like there's sodas, there's juices. Don't let me see you with any alcohol. And I remember I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm good, I'm fine. Like I'm probably just gonna have wine, like no big deal. And I ended up having wine, even though I shouldn't have, right? Because before I came to the event, I told myself I was only going to have soda, right? And then I got there, and then it was, I'm just going to have wine. Because they had wine, they had other alcoholic, you know, liquor, beverages. But I ended up drinking, like, three little small cups of wine, Probably like this, this size, cups of wine. Um, but I felt terrible again. <laughs> and again, when I say I felt terrible, it's not a hungover terrible. It was just like a legit, I felt like I was betraying God and I just couldn't wrap my head around why am I struggling with this so badly? It wasn't until I started recording this episode that I realized the door that I'd opened when I decided to partake in taking shots of alcohol back in October 2023, right? It's like you give an inch to the enemy and he takes a mile. And that's not taking away accountability from me because I should be able to stand firm in my decisions. Um, but it is something that I struggle with and I don't think that I handled it in the best way possible. Um, I was taking SOZO classes last year, which is, stands for Saved, Healed, and Delivered. Um, I was taking SOZO classes, and in the classes, my teacher was teaching me about how there's certain levels, there's certain times where you need to handle certain things, right? Like you can Go and get delivered for everything that you need to get delivered for. But there comes a time where you have to individually deal with the things that you are struggling with at a set time. Like God will always appoint the set time for you to deal with the things that you're struggling with. Right. And so I think that I was able to overcome the smoking part of it, but the alcohol part of it, I kind of brushed to the side. Um, and I think that this is now the time where I actually had to deal with it. Like I actually had to deal with the fact that I had, that I actually had an alcohol problem. Like I was basically an alcoholic, right? Even though I knew that I had gone so long without drinking, even though I knew that I was not drunk out of my mind, even in the past few times that I had some sips, but I really, it really dawned on me that you have a problem with alcohol. Like, you're addicted to alcohol. Like, it really dawned on me this past weekend. And I remember I felt so bad. It was like a shame. It was like a shame because I'm like, how do I even talk about this on the podcast after, you know, everything else that I talk about all the time? But then I realized that I do have to talk about this on the podcast because I'm not the only one who struggles with such things. And the thing is, the areas where you feel the most shame is where the enemy is going to continue to attack you. And I didn't want to continue to give him the room to do that. And so, you know, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just, I feel terrible. I feel like I'm letting God down. And in the past, my before Christ days, had something like this happened while I was trying to walk with God, I probably would have fallen way off. 
I'd be like, all right, God, like, I'm sorry. I can't do this thing with you right now. I'm just going to continue doing what I want to do. But for me, I really desire to have encounters with God. I really desire for God to use me in the way that he wants to. I really desire to walk closely with God and walk in my purpose. And so when these things happen, I really start to feel bad. Like I really, really start to beat myself up about it. Um, and so that's what was, that's what was happening. And it was reflecting in my time with God, right? Because now it was like I was kind of shying and running away from facing God when I knew I needed to turn to him, but I was still knowing like God is God. Like he is my father. Like I know that God is going to help me through this. All I have to do is call on him. But I was fighting it. I was fighting it. And at service today, and I'm glad I recorded this episode today on Sunday. What's today's date? February 18th, <laughs> Sunday, February 18th. I was gonna record it yesterday, the 17th, but I didn't. I recorded it today and I'm glad I recorded it today because at church, I really had a life-changing experience. Um, first of all, I walked into service today. I wasn't serving, but I had to delegate because I had a social media team that I run. And I had to delegate. And so I was there a little early. I went to go say hey to um, one of the women at my church that I really look up to. And I value the words that she says to me and everything that she does. Like, she's an amazing woman of God. And I walked over to hug her. And as I hugged her, she was praying, right? And she was saying, God, do something special today. And I remember I said, amen. Now you got to be mindful of what you say amen to. Okay, <laughs> because you're coming into agreement with stuff, you better be ready for it to get to shaking when it gets to shaking, right? But I said, amen, I hugged her, I walked away. The, the atmosphere felt different. It felt different. Um, and I really feel like it was because of her prayers. Her and her sister were praying before service started, before we did our servants huddle, they were praying. God, shift the atmosphere, shift the atmosphere. And like, it felt different. So we get to starting praise and worship. Praise and worship takes us up. And then my pastor comes up and he says that he has to pray for two people for healing. And he begins praying for healing and the whole atmosphere shifts completely to another realm. Like we're in another realm now. And the presence of God is so heavy that you literally are doing nothing but worshiping praying and worshiping and praying and then he says i need to pray for those who are struggling with addiction and so then i had to have a moment with myself where i had to be honest with myself right because the first step to overcoming something is admitting that you're struggling with it and so i had to be one with myself given that again this is not something that i do all the time but it's something that i struggled with and in the past it was something that i did all the time and so he was like, I need to pray for those that are dealing with addiction. This is your moment. Come up to the altar right now. I almost did not go up to that altar. But then I was like, you know what? It's time to call a spade a spade. Like you're struggling with this. It's something that you think about wanting to do all the time. It's something that when you do have a sip, you start, your spirit starts to grieve so bad. Like just go to the altar and lay it all out for God, right? You want to get rid of it? Lay it out for God. So I walked up to the altar. I walked up to the altar. And they were laying hands 
laying hands and, you know, they prayed over me and men. It literally felt like weight was being rushed off my shoulders. The lady, first of all, the pastor prayed over me and he was saying stuff about it's breaking right now. God is breaking it at the root. And boy, was I so relieved to hear that because I'm like, God, I really don't want to do it. I'm literally staying at the altar with my hands. I'm like, God, I'm done with this. Like, I can't keep doing this. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to me. Like, I literally just want to live for you. I'm tired of feeling ashamed. I'm tired of feeling like I'm struggling with this thing. Like, take it away. Like, just take it. Like, I literally, I did not want to deal with this thing no more. The desire for alcohol, I didn't want it anymore. And so I was like, God, take it. And then he prayed over me and was like, you know, we're breaking it right now at the root. And, you know, if you know anything about so this is stuff that I know from my social class, but a lot of sins and things that we struggle with are rooted in something. And those roots are what we call iniquities. And so you have to break things at the root. You have to deal with things at the root. You can't just deal with it surface level. You got to deal with it at the root in order for it to break. So when he said that, then the woman who I had hugged in the beginning of service was praying over me and she was like god is renewing you he's renewing you he's giving you new everything he was like she literally was like going like this on my shoulders he is washing the weight off of you right now and i'm telling you it who i hadn't even started crying yet but i was just like overwhelmed by the fact that god really sees and hears me and to literally experience him answering my prayers in real time right about helping me through this problem was so surreal for me and so you know she's praying for me I'm sitting on the ground and I'm just like praying and I'm like man you know pastor comes back up to me and lays hands on me again and I'm just like there praying sitting down and then my co-pastor comes up and she's like Literally, I'm not going to say everything she said to me because that's between me and her God. <laughs> but she's literally like affirming the things that I have been dealing with, like thoughts that I've been having and just basically reminding me that God hasn't forgotten about me and that God sees me and he's renewing me. And I remember when she said the word renewing me, it made me think back to what the other lady had just prayed over me about God getting me new, right? So I knew that God was really like, this was the moment now where I am really laying it all out. Like, God, I'm giving this over to you. I'm not struggling. I'm not I'm not agreeing to this anymore. Like, I'm not dealing with this alcohol thing anymore. And I was just crying and releasing it to God. And service did not go how it was supposed to go because the presence of God snatched us all up. And I'm so grateful for that because I feel new. Like, I feel different. I feel like, yes, I have really defeated the enemy now. He thought that he had me, right? I had fallen and he thought that I wasn't going to get back up. He thought that I was just going to continue running into the world. But instead, I ran to God and I laid it at the altar. And that has made all the difference. And of course, the tests are the tests are gonna come, right? When I'm in social settings, like we were, they were praying. Pastor was praying over me, praying over the feelings of rejection and things like that. And you have to understand when you're somebody who always feels like you stand out, or you always feel like isolated, 
it is a self-rejection thing. Like you're like, I knew that I had been struggling with self-rejection. I knew that I had been struggling with rejection period and issues with myself image from the beginning of this year, 2024. I knew that that's something I had been struggling with. And it's so wild to think about how it all kind of comes together. Because if I'm struggling with who I am, if I'm in a setting with other people, it's uncomfortable. So of course I'm going to run to something that's going to help me deal with that. And unfortunately, I made the mistake of running to alcohol those times. And I shouldn't have, right? But it's like now that I have been free from it, like as I'm talking to y'all, you have to keep in mind, I literally, this episode, the only reason... The only notes I took for this episode was the beginning statements that I spoke, the title, and the scripture. Everything else that I'm saying right now is literally me just speaking. <laughs> um, because at church today, a pastor was talking about how um, in the Bible, in Luke chapter 8, I believe, is when Jesus and the disciples took a trip across the sea. And Jesus was sleeping in the midst of the storm, but he was there with them. And then they woke him up. And then when they got to the other side of the sea, of the, like once the storm was over and they made it to the other side, somebody needed deliverance. And so he was basically telling us that the storms that we go through, we have to remember that Jesus is with us, that God is with us through the storms. And to know that on the other side of it, somebody else needs to be saved. Right? And he was like, you have to stop hiding your testimony. You have to start sharing your testimony. He was talking to everybody, but at a point, he literally pointed to me and was like, you have to tell your testimony. And that's when I really felt convicted, like, okay, I really got to talk about this. So here I am talking about it. <laughs> um, and I'm glad, that's why I said, I'm glad that I waited until after service to really, because I was like, I'm going to record an episode this weekend, but I don't know what episode I'm going to record. But like after service, it was like, boom, that's it. The title came to me, everything. I'm like, that's, what I'm going to talk about. And all of that was to say, don't shy away from talking about the things that you struggle with. He would even said something in church today about how we try to go through these storms by ourselves. And it's something that I really failed at doing is, is trying to go through storms by myself when I need to lean on those that can help me through it. Like, like the disciples, they had each other and they had God. It was not just one disciple on that boat. It was all the disciples and Jesus, right? And I have to come through the storm and lean on other people to help me through the storm because when I get to the other side, somebody else is going to be blessed and touched and helped and saved and delivered. <sighs> wow. It's amazing how the enemy will really trick you into thinking that God doesn't love you when you make a mistake. It's amazing how the enemy will try to trick you into thinking that you cannot get back up again when you've fallen. But the righteous will fall seven times and they will get back up. You just gotta get back up. So that's all I wanted to talk about today is recognizing that nobody is perfect being real raw and honest about my journey with God, it's not easy. It is not easy, okay? Especially when you're someone like me who is an introvert. And when you go out in public settings, it can get hard. But call on God. 
that was my mistake. I didn't call on God in those settings. And I should have called on God in those settings. Had I called on God in those settings, I wouldn't have felt like I needed to have any alcohol. Again, I wasn't drunk. But those are just not the settings. And again, I'm not here to argue about if we should be drinking, if we should not be drinking. Everybody's calling is different. Everybody's instructions is different. One thing I do know is we're not supposed to be drunk. Drunkenness is frowned upon in the Bible. It says it several times, right? Um, you know, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Am I ever going to drink ever again right now? How I feel today? I don't think I want anything to do with any sort of alcohol, whether that's liquor, whether that's wine, whether that's champagne. I don't want to give the enemy any room, you know, and I don't know what God is going to do in my life. I don't know where God is taking me. I don't know what he wants to do through me, but I do know that my body needs to be, I need to do stuff that's going to honor God, right? I need to honor God with my body. I need to be ready for him to use me. And don't get me wrong. In the last event that I was drinking, people were talking to me about my walk with God. I'm sharing them my experience. I'm talking about God. But to me, that's not honoring to God. Right? And I think that's part of why my spirit was so grieved. Like, I felt like I dishonored and disrespected God. All of that was just to say, though, like, for real, we all struggle. The enemy is literally looking to, to destroy us. He's literally looking to cause us to fall. But God will not allow him to prevail. If you just remember that God is always there to pick you back up. If you don't take anything away from this, take away that. God is always there to pick you back up. Nobody is perfect. We do not intentionally go out of our way to sin. But we all fall short of the glory of God. You have to remember that God is there to help you. He is there to save you. And he is there to pick you back up the minute that you call upon him. So that's all I really wanted to talk about today. I really hope that this episode blessed you. I know it wasn't my typical episodes. I don't know if my episodes have been my typical episodes lately. But I just really wanted to share that experience because this is a podcast where we talk about the good, the tough, the ugly, the real. The real and the raw, right? So I hope that it encourages somebody to not feel ashamed. Do not let shame cause you to continue to do the things that are deemed as dishonoring to God. Let me put it that way. Do not allow the enemy to cause you to feel shame, to shrink back and not share your testimony. Sharing your testimony is so important. It's so important because somebody is going through what you're going through, but you're able to come out of it so that you can help them to come out of it. So that's all I have for y'all today. I love y'all so much. Much love, much love, much love. Um, thank you for listening. And I'm sure by the time this episode drops, I will already have been marketing for my event. So for those that don't know, I am doing a live recording production show right here in the city of Charlotte. April 13th, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Visit our page, um, Instagram page for the link to the Eventbrite so that you can get your ticket. Come out. Come record with us. We're going to have questions and answers. There's going to be time to socialize. There's going to be pictures. And there are going to be vendors that you can shop with. So beverages, snacks, all that good stuff. I want you to be there. Make sure that you come out. I look forward to seeing you there. Um, See so yeah, you That's all I have for y'all. I hope you have a wonderful week. Much love. Bye. 
Well, we made it to the end of the episode. I hope that you were blessed and I hope that you were able to take something away from the episode today. Um, I hope and I pray that you have a wonderful week. May God go ahead of you into the week. May he surround you with love, joy, peace, and happiness. I pray that he covers you and protects you and shields you. And I pray that you have a wonderful and a prosperous and a blessed week. If you have not yet followed us on Instagram or YouTube, go ahead and do so at underscore underscore just me and God. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, well, what are you waiting for? We are streaming on Apple, Google, and Spotify. All you have to search is just me and God and you will find the podcast. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you have not yet. And copy the link, share it, copy the link on whatever platform you're hearing this episode from. Send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. Send it to your friends, send it to your family. Somebody is going to be encouraged by this episode. So make sure you get that word out there. Don't just keep it to yourself. Um, And of course, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, Hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. And of course, God bless you to those who already have. Thank you again. I hope that y'all had a wonderful week. I love you and God loves you. Never forget that. Peace.